Welcome to Hot Flashes and Cool Topics podcast, the voice for women in midlife and beyond. At Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, we talk about anything and everything to do with midlife. My name is Colleen. My name is Bridget. And on today's bonus episode, guys, we are talking to our friend Mindy Cohn. She's our special co-host for our event that's coming up one week. I mean, we have been just delighted at the response, and we are so shocked. There are a few tickets left, not a lot, but we would love for you to join us October 8th at the Nashville Graduate Hotel from 12 to 5, where we are going to be celebrating all things midlife and beyond. And as we mentioned, Mindy is going to be our special co-host. She's going to help us moderate some of the panels, as well as being on the Country Tea Time panel with Melissa Gilbert. And on this episode, we wanted to talk to her about why she was that force behind us saying we need to do these in-person events. And as she's going to mention, it really is all about community. And for her, she really feels strongly that that's the thing lacking for our demographic. And I, I agree with her, Bridget. I oh, think- yeah. Yeah. Especially what we've come out of with lockdown and everything like that. We want to see each other. We want to be in person. And she really inspired us last year. And so you'll hear, hear all about that. She was uh, like, you're going to do it. Yes. Yeah, you are going to do this. And she couldn't have been more supportive. And we appreciate that. She's also going to talk about the strike. The yeah, actor strike from her perspective, so which is very interesting. It is very important. You know, people need to be paid for the right things that they are. They need to be paid correctly for the work that they are doing. And, you know, and now that the writer strike is over, hopefully the actor right. strike will be ending hopefully, soon. Hopefully, hopefully they will come to a very fair uh, agreement. She's also going to talk about her love of travel. And when she found out that we had Trafalgar Tours as one of our incredible sponsors for the event, she was giddy. Like, I can't even think of another word. She was just giddy because she loves going on tours. And she travels alone a lot of the time. And Trafalgar Tours has options for solo travelers. So, again, they're a great sponsor of ours. And we appreciate everything they're doing. For one of the final times we're going to be talking about our conversations with Prime Women, it's crazy to think it's a week away. But you can get tickets on eventbrite.com or you can go to, for more information, you can also go to our website, conversationswithprimewomen.com. And guys, this is one of hopefully a lot of events we're going to be doing, celebrating women in our prime. Media is not talking to us, even though they should. Options that are available to women for our health, for our longevity, for our style, for it's just not there. It's it. Well, let me rephrase that. It's there, but nobody's talking about it. Right. So we want to talk about it. So come and show up so you can learn more about it too. And and and, get our fabulous gift bags too. Oh my gosh, the Become Clothing just arrived yesterday. Night shirts for everyone, guys. Become Clothing has a thermal regulator where if you wake up from a night sweat, it has pulled the cool, the cold water dried and pulled away the coldness so you don't wake up in that cold sweat. Right. After you've had a hot flash and you wake up in a cold sweat, you don't have that with Become. I have one of those night counts and it's great. Yes. And every attendee will be getting one as well, along with a bazillion amazing, like it's really hard to get it all in the bag. I yeah, don't know if I'm yeah. going to be able to get it all in the bag. Yeah, but might we're be hanging try. out from the side. Bring another bag just in case, <laughs> you know. Well, you'll be buying stuff at the shopping area right. or getting, and we have giveaways not only for the event, but also some of the vendors are going to be doing giveaways as well. So really, you're going to get a lot of bags. You're going to leave there with so much stuff. But not baggage, just no. bags. Yes, you're going to feel inspired. You know. 
And you are just going to be enjoying going home and kind of picking through everything that oh, you got. I love that. I love Bring that. your girlfriends because mm-hmm. it's fun to have a table. We have so many women who have done tables of their lady friend, lady friends. What am I, 100 years old? We have so many women who are bringing their girlfriends and is making an afternoon of it. We're so excited. Bridget and I are now starting to realize that we are, have to get up and speak in front of, you know. Yeah. Of oh, so y'all be oh. kind. Be kind. <laughs> You know what? We're leaning into it. We yes, are leaning yes. it. We're, in, as, we're embracing it. Yes, we as are. As most women in midlife and beyond feel, you know, just go for it. Yeah. Life's too short. Just do yeah. it. So just go for it, guys. Come see us in Nashville at the Graduate Hotel. We are going to be talking to Mindy Cohn today about the event and about her life and about all that's going on. We'll talk to you after. Welcome back to Hot Flashes and Cool Topics Podcast. Today, we have on one of our favorite people on the planet, Miss Mindy Cohn. Not only is she an incredible actress, but she is also the special co-host of our October 8th event in Nashville. I know, right? It's coming up at the Graduate Hotel. I'm so excited. Conversations with Prime Women. So welcome back to the show, Mindy. Thank you. And you are so sweet to call me a co-host when you two have just done all the work and all of your just amazing people who are there with you in Nashville, just working their heinies off to make this the success that, I mean, I think we all know is going, it's going to be, but I'm very excited. Well, we're thrilled. Well, you gave us the inspiration. Like when we had, we went and had coffee with you in California and you... Mm -hmm. Really, that was the inspiration right she was there. Just like, so you, you have to you do are the inspiration. Yes. <laughs> just I love like that. the song that Chicago sang, you are the inspiration. You want to sing it? No, wait. no, I don't. No. <laughs> oh, God, Bridge, please do. <laughs> and that's kind of the first question I had. You have always been saying to us, you need to do an event for women of our demographic. They want to be inspired. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not just one topic. Women want to feel connected. Why did you feel so strongly that we should do this? Well, I, I think what's the biggest thing that's missing, we talk about, you know, the aging or not aging, which is like an oxymoron, like how are we going to stop aging, first of all? But I think the biggest sense of what's missing for our demographic is community. I think some of the children are up and gone or about ready to be up and gone. I think all of our relationships at this age tend to change and the biggest and most strongest relationship with ourselves. And I just think what's missing is community. And I don't mean people to talk about the health stuff with or the emotional stuff or the psychological All of it, you know, sometimes we talk about getting partners in life or best friends so we can share the load physically, emotionally, and psychologically. And I think that's very true. I think what is missing from that conversation is that community of women when we get to be our age and beyond. And I think it is the longevity factor that is not talked about. I think when we talk about not only health, uh, physical and mental, but we always talk about travel, food, um, sense of purpose, sense of place, we always need to talk to and with people about that. And it is what's missing, right? We we, we get out of school. Well, most of us are either unemployed or we have tapped and created a new sense of employment. And there's not that group of people we see every day. And so it's up to us to create that. How is everything going right now? I know, you know, with the strike, with the SAG, uh, the Actors Guild, how, you know, I've seen, I've seen you on social media out on the picket lines, which I'm, 
oh, uh, you know, supporting you. Because I know everybody, everybody involved in that works so hard. Um, well, that- I think you said something, Bridge, so interesting that is a misnomer, but I think it's so important, is I think sometimes people look at SAG-AFTRA as a guild, and it isn't. We are a labor union. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, with social media, I've tried not to be like, hey, fam, on the picket line, because other labor unions, when they go on strike, do not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really important to get that message out that we are indeed a labor union. We work for the man. And what we're asking for are things that other unions would ask for. Unfortunately, it's cloaked in this sense of like, actor, famous stars, people think of all these salaries, and that's not really the journeyman of most actors, right? That we are basically making the same wages we made 20 years ago, um, less residuals. So it's not a living wage anymore. Um, So identify with a lot of teachers, right, who have to go into their own pockets or get second jobs. And uh, so I think sometimes that message is missing, What I can say is Los Angeles specifically, the mayor said something two weeks ago about the city of LA. This is not the county. The city is losing $30 million a day with this strike. It affects, you name it, cleaning people, security people, dry cleaners, caterers, restaurants, you name it, it's affected. And so with all that's going on, not only with the strike and unemployment, but also just coming out of COVID, It's a real thing. And, you know, the studios who've gone through this with us a couple of times, but most, you know, recently, which isn't recent, 20 years ago, you know, these other companies, these streamers are really the ones that are holding out because unlike the studios that always had a creative component to them, their business, but there was a creative component with the streamers there, there isn't a creative team. It's run, you know, they, they answer to their stockholders and it's bottom line. And you're asking someone who makes, and I'm pulling a figure out of my tushy, $500 million a year. Well, listen, we're going to share $50 million, So our bottom line is going to be $450. No company is going to say, yes, let's lose some money next year. You bet. Out of fairness, companies don't work that way. So there has to be some kind of shift. There will be. But it is, it's such a bummer. It it is, and I I just know you know I have a son that's thirty years old living in Los Angeles that just trying whatever he can. I mean he's done background acting and everything, and just you know I, I it's to see people that you know have been really successful in their acting career come out there and support the people who are just trying to get started that are doing what they can to to just try to make it in in this. Uh, well, environment. And and Bridge, I mean, you all know the kind of year I had last year. Now, that kind of year, any other time, would set me up for the next two or three years. Right. I did not even make my yearly nut last year with those three big jobs that I got. That's the difference. When they see actors, they think of the Ben Afflecks and the J-Lo's and the Tom Hanks and all the ones who are, you know, Tom Cruise. They don't realize that if you're a working actor, it's an everyday thing that you're looking for jobs. You're just happy to be on. Well, and also it, it's that 1% of those people who make those crazy, fabulous salaries on series television. That's 0.01% of working actors. The rest of us that 
earn our living as actors. And by the way, most people in our union do not. But those of us that do, that pay scale has not gone with the times. I mean, even the minimal, uh, dismal increases of minimum wage, right? Governmental, and we haven't even gotten those in decades. So, you know, that's the stuff that's not talked about. Look, it's not glamorous. It's, um, you know, people have been shy to what used to be sex. Now it's money. Like we poo poo. We don't talk about it. It's dirty subject. But at some point, people really have to understand that, you know, you kind of need to pay for what you're getting. And we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. And we're back. Well, thank you for uh, talking about that because I don't think people too realize how much time you spend on a set, how much goes on on a set and what's involved. And it's hard work. Well, Love it, but it's hard. It is. Mm-hmm. Right. And we ha- have you seen any kind of movement now that it's been a couple months? There's no, there's no interest. As I said, the studios, even those studios that have streamers, are willing to come to the table because they understand what's going on. But unfortunately, what the ATMP, you know, used to work as a united body, even though there's competition, the studios will really work together. Well, now they don't. They, they, you know, Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and Apple are all seeing each other as competitors, not as some big community. So there's no real desire to sit down with each other and get it going. Um, it will happen. It's just, it's going to be a few months. Everyone, uh-huh. optimists say January. I tend to be in that category. I want it, I want it to be different. We just have to not only sit down at the table, but just be ready to sort of like deal with the dirty, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm, I'm ever hopeful. It will get sorted. It will. Well, good. Well, in the meantime, you'll be able to come visit us yes. in Nashville yes. and, and have some fun at the event. When we told you that we had Trafalgar Tours being one of our sponsors, I've never seen your eyes just light up. <laughs> what does travel mean? It is my love language, Colleen. <laughs> what does travel mean to you at this stage of life? It has truly become almost everything for me. Um, that sense of feeling like we were talking about a bigger community, going out and experiencing the world in a way that I couldn't and didn't in my 20s and 30s and even 40s. My curiosity, my interest, it is such to me the gasoline and ignition we all need to sort of get our creative juices flowing and be plugged into the world in a way that isn't bad news or worrisome or anxiety provoking. It's absolutely opposite. I find travel to be so life affirming. And I was one of those people that was just waiting, you know, for my prince to come and take me, for my gaggle of girls to get their blink together to organize a trip. (laughs) And finally, it was just like, you know what, I really started putting it in my power and just saying, I want to do this trip. Is there someone who wants to go with me? Great. If not, I'm going on my own. 10 times out of 10, I have found a delightful travel companions in either my best friends or sometimes almost a virtual stranger that just wants to go to the same place I do. I find I'm less persnickety about travel. I'm I'm more willing to be adventurous. I'm more willing to get out of my comfort zone because we've all been outside of our comfort zones in this age in every way, shape, and form. So we're used to that. Um, And so to me, I feel like travel is still the best kept secret from women our age, truly. I feel like people who are either, I think, mostly too scared to go or feel they financially can't do it, don't know the real facts. 
So right. I want to be that messenger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's great. Like, just like you said, like when I was, I'm from a family of 12 kids. I didn't go anywhere when I was little <laughs> or younger, but now I, I'm able to, and it has been fantastic. It, there's, it's one of those um, right. privileges we get as we get older that women don't really take advantage of like they should. Yes. And I think that, again, people think it's so cost prohibitive when they see all these airfares and, but there's companies like Trafalgar who make it not only so doable, but you're not going to break your bank. You're, you're not going, and you're going to be able seriously to me, my one big trip a year. And then I try and do a couple little ones, but are literally, it's what I live for. It's, it's where I, it's what, you know, propels me forward. I can't wait till I can go blank, blank, blank. I just think, if we empower women to just give it a go and dip the toe in, they're going to be, people just are shocked how much fun they have and how additive it is to your life to just go travel. And it doesn't have to be some crazy place, you know, start small, start local and and then, and then go out. Right. I wanted to ask you, Bridge, how was your trip? I saw on Instagram. Oh, when we went to Scotland and, and it was fantastic. Like you said, just to see, the part of that that world, it was just amazing. So it, it's just been yeah. great, you know, and I want to do so much more. So yes. little time. But I'm, so I'm going to do more. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I also feel like Women's Expo somewhere. I'm yeah. already doing a business plan to present to them. About <laughs> like your lead. You were in Ireland, weren't you, as well? Yeah. I was. That had been on my bucket list. And finally, we, we, I got to go, again, with friends of mine who I had only traveled once with. We just had a blast. And, um, yes, I hadn't traveled since, since COVID. So yeah. it was, oh, just to get that passport stamped. I am that shallow. It's just so fulfilling to be like, welcome to our country, Miss Cone. I'm oh, like, we bought our we bought our Irish sweaters. That was one thing Colleen said. Make sure you get your Irish sweater. And I bought mine. We were in a store and we bought it. And I told my husband, do you want one? Oh, no, I'm good. We walk out the door and he went, I do want one. We had to turn around and go back in and get him an Irish sweater. Well, we're definitely yes. going to talk yeah. about travel and so much more at the event. We have, you know, we have L'Oreal Vichy coming and Laura Geller makeup. And we have um, Womaness products and so many brands, a lot of them are women-owned, that are coming to sponsor and talk, not to mention the panelists. I mean, yeah. your panel alone, Melissa Gilbert and you, I mean, come on, people. Yeah. That is well, just- we're, we're, so, we're so excited, and I know you've really extensively talked to Melissa, and she is, you know, obviously we've been dear friends for a very long time, and I'm her biggest fan. However, I do think people don't realize she's just so well-spoken, so motivating, and <clears throat> really has such a unique take on this time of her life and what she's been doing. So I'm so excited to share her with people. I'm really, I'm really excited for, for the group that we have going. I really do. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And this this hotel's adorable. We'll have dinner at the uh, White Limousine Restaurant upstairs at... um, Well, we'll we'll do that, but people don't just show up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's just for our panelists. Yeah. We can't can't pay for everybody's dinner. dinner. Yeah. Yeah. We could try. Yeah. But um, we just want everyone to have a good time. And I think... They will. 
kind of that wind beneath our wings to do it. You kept saying, girls do this. Girls do this. this. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, there's just no way if people listen to one episode of your podcast, let alone loyalists like myself, that you don't want a dose of that every few months in person. You know, and I think, again, I think what's been so beautiful about the podcast is bringing people together. And I think that next step is people need to know that we can like see each other in person. Right. And this wonderful thing that evolved out of COVID where we can connect with each other online is wonderful, but I'm all for getting back in person. And I think these expos or however we want to call them, I think they're going to morph into so many other things that you guys haven't even thought of yet because that's how remarkable I think you both are. And um, but I really think there is this movement to connect to each other in person and share information. And also, more importantly, is what we always talk about that we hope this event will do is just not only be inspiration, but aspirational. Yeah. Go out there and create an expo of your own, right. of, of right. a, a gaggle of women. Um, mm-hmm. Walk up to someone who you've always wanted to connect with and say, you know, tea, <laughs> you know, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I hope that's what this does. I think it's going to. Thank you, Mindy. Well, we I, know. I think so too. Oh, know with your inspiration, I think it, it will. Yeah. Thank yeah. you yeah. so much for, for sure. coming on today. We appreciate it. Can you- I cannot believe it, but I also can't because you guys have been working tirelessly. Um, I know Thank the footwork you. will pay off with these next expos, but I know, I just know how ridiculous you've all worked for this. So it, it, it will be a success. There's no doubt in my mind. Thank Thank you you so much. How are you? And we can't wait to see you in October. I know. See you. Me too. Nashville or bust. That's right. Well, thank you so much, Mindy, for talking to us. And I can't wait to see you on October. Actually, we're going to see her a few days ahead because she's coming in early. So we're going to see her then. But I cannot wait to see you again, Mindy, and have you talk with everybody, along with all of our other fabulous guests and panelists that are going to be there. We really want to see you there. If you go to eventbrite.com and look up Conversations with Prime Women, or you can go to conversationswithprimewomen.com and you can get tickets there as well. So guys, join us on October 8th and we will talk to you next time. Have a great weekend. Bye.